All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the community conversation brought to you by Prototype Training Systems, home of CrossFit Prototype. The community conversation highlights a different member of the Prototype community each week and allows them to tell their story, share their life experience, and communicate their perspective on all things fitness. We've all listened to podcasts and watched YouTube videos that highlight some of the world's greatest leaders and visionaries, and we believe we have some amazing people at Prototype and we'd like for you to get to know them. So to that end, this guest doesn't need much of an introduction, as many of you know him, the one and only Kevin Cruz. Kev is actually our first guest on a community conversation that has actually moved away uh, and actually doesn't come to the gym anymore, but him and his family have, are always going to be part of this prototype community. So if you don't know Kevin or his wife, Courtney, they were avid five, six, seven AMers that came in almost every day. Uh, Kevin used to win our best gear award almost every year. So we basically just renamed it to the Kevin Cruz Award. Uh, <laughs> he and uh, Courtney have two kids and they recently adopted another dog. Uh, and I can just keep going into this intro, but I want to leave some talking points for Kevin. So Kevin Cruz, thank you for being part of the community conversation. Thanks, Mike. Happy to be here. This is awesome. Yeah, man. To be a part of it. I'm excited. So Kev, why don't you give everyone kind of a little bit of background into your story? How did you like find prototype how did you get into CrossFit how did that journey begin for you yeah um so first and foremost I am not a, a New Englander I am a Cali boy born and raised in California born in Orange County lived most of my life um just north of South San Francisco in the Bay Area um fast forward to uh 2007 when my daughter was born Meredith um we moved out to Grafton, which is where Courtney's parents were living, um, just to be closer to the in-laws and to her mom was a saint and helped us so much as we were just transitioning to being new parents. Um, but lo and behold, we kind of got hosed with that because I want to say like a year later we moved, they, her, her, her dad got uh, moved out to Philly to work. So then we were left high and dry out in the cold of New England. Um, but you know, as is everything, it all worked out. You know, I wouldn't change it for the world. Massachusetts is a great place, great place to raise my family. Um, and it it's really has been a blessing being out here. I met, you know, so many great friends and people that I know I'll, I'll, I'll have relationships for the rest of my life. Um, but in regards to your question, um, I had always been active in sports when I was little, um, played baseball, football, soccer, lacrosse in college. Um, and then, you know, after I graduated and, and we moved to the Bay Area after school, we were at school at UC Santa Barbara. Um, you know, I, I really kind of let my, my lifestyle kind of dictate my health and fitness. I was working in the restaurant industry a lot. So if any of you have done, done that before, you know, it's, it's a grind. You, you wake up at like noon, you get in, you start prepping the kitchen. And then after your shift at midnight, one o'clock, that's when your night starts. You go out, you drink, you eat food, and then you're done at like three, four in the morning, rinse and repeat. Um, doesn't leave much time for working out or for exercising unless you really make it a plan, which I did not. Um, and that kind of just followed me and transitioned with me um, as we did move into Massachusetts. Um, I realized I had to change that because I was a dad and, and I was, uh, you know, this Mike, I was, you know, in my late twenties, 
um, a young male with gout, which is really odd for someone that young to have that, that condition. Um, and so I realized I had to make a change. So I started going to um, Boston Sports Club, um, playing hoops, uh, just pick up hoops, just anything I could do. Um, and, you know, and in the back of my mind, I realized, you know, I don't know if I'm really doing all I can to really get in the best shape of my life or not of my life, but just to be in better shape in general. Um, and, and, and I'd seen prototype um, because we always drew, drove through the center of town. Um, I actually, it's, it's kind of funny. I actually um, purchased a Groupon for small town CrossFit before you guys acquired them. Um, and I just never made it through the door. I never used it. Um, I, I think, I, you know, to be blunt, I think I was just just scared or just intimidated because I didn't know what to expect. Um, but finally, you know, after some time of being in the gym at Boston Sports Club, I started doing um, some uh, training programs that uh, Jim St Stepani used to do um, or that he would program. It's like the Superman workout. And it was really like hit based. And I realized, OK, like this is all good and well, but I kind of feel dumb doing this on my own at Boston Sports Club. Everyone's kind of looking at me. Why don't I actually just walk through that door and see what happens? And that's what I did. Um, you know, I, I, I met with you. I met with John. I met with BZ. Um, and the rest was history. I think the next day after my first class, I bought a pair of Nanos and, you know, I, I, I drank I drink the juice I, or, or the Kool-Aid and, and, and I was lost in the sauce, ready to go. And um, I haven't looked back ever since. That was fall of 2014 oh and you know what it was mike it was actually um the 30 days for 30 bucks alzheimer's challenge that's right mm -hmm. that's what got me in there um kathy milligan russell schwartz all those folks we were all in it together and and we just kept on going on after right after that it's awesome i do remember that and so a couple things uh I love how you bought shoes like the next day. Like it's such a, it's like such a Kevin Cruz thing. Like if like you, like I, that didn't surprise me when you just said that. The, the second thing is I love how you had to like, let everyone know that you're, that you're West coast, not an East coast guy. Shout yep. out the Niners. That's the right. The third thing is I, I'm sure you watched a little bit of the draft. Jimmy G or Trey Lance, man. Trey Lance. I think, I, I mean, I love Jimmy G. I, I, he took us to the Super Bowl, but I just don't know if he can do it. He's injury prone and, and it just wasn't working out with the Niners. I think Shanahan's a bit under the gun here. So I think they, they need to, they might go in a new direction. Um, but, but we'll see. I mean, I mean, thankfully for me, you know, barring the, the last year that was set back with so many injuries, they had turned it around. There was, there were some brutal years. I want to say at least close to 10 years of them just being down in the dumps. Um, so it's good to see that they're actually trying to turn that program around and keep it going. Dude. I'm like, we have similar things going on right now. Niners getting QB, the Pats and Mac Jones. I mean, yep. you know, well, I, I think that the Niners are in a better spot. They got, they got a better talent. I think on the offensive side that they can, plug in so yeah I, I think you guys are in a better uh, <laughs> a, a better spot um kev talk about um let's talk about like your family i i don't know if anyone is whoever's watching this can see in the background kev you just want to move aside you got like a full like setup in your in your home basement now like, you got a whole home gym like you got turf like like i you know for the folks listening like like why did you 
to put in turf. Like, and I, I, I know why, but why don't you talk a little bit about that, how you got your home gym set up, what you've been doing during COVID, you know, this would yeah. be a good update for all the folks that are like, Hey, where's Kev Cruz? Like, what's he been doing? I, I never left. I, I've always been around always, uh, 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 watching on Facebook, what everyone's doing and, and, and creeping on folks. Been honest, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but, but what happened is, is we were at CrossFit Medfield when the pandemic hit. Um, and you know, as, as is, as it was with everyone, we were just uncomfortable and we, we took a hiatus on going to the gym and, and really just started building out the gym in our garage. We, we moved from Grafton and Holliston almost two years ago. Um, and I'd always thought to myself, it'd be nice to have some equipment in the gym or in the garage so that I could work out with my daughter and my son, um, and, and just kind of show them a few things just so they get, you know, really ingrained in the, in their, in their lifestyle that, that working out isn't just about looking good and, 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 and being, you, you know, the strongest person, but just, it's about having that active lifestyle and just having that throughout your life. And that's all the something that Courtney and I have always tried to, to present to them. Yeah. As everyone knows, or that knows her, like she's a crazy runner. We would Saturday workouts, she would run three miles to the gym, do the workout and then run home right after it. And, and, um, you know, it's, it's just something that we always wanted our kids to see. And so with that, you know, like, like a lot of people did just slowly built out the gym in the garage. You know, we have a squat rack, we have rings, pull-up bar, um, rower. I just got an assault bike too. And, and just kind of been grinded away in the garage. It stinks during the winter because it's not insulated. So it's so cold, super cold. But wait, the tip you gave me about putting the barbell in the night before inside the house, mm-hmm. that was a lifesaver and really, really helped to um, make it easier. Um, I tried to heat mine up, though. dude. I tried to heat, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, I, I tried to literally, so I was keeping my bar out in my garage until we made the decision to move it, move everything inside and just wait till to use a squat rack until it got a little bit warmer. Yeah. I remember taking the heater in like a, uh, like a, like a hairdryer and trying to warm up the barbell. Cause it, you got, if you guys are listening and you, you haven't like had a cold, like a freezing cold barbell and trying to pick it up and do stuff with it. It's, it's like the worst. It's like the worst thing ever. It makes, it's miserable. It makes everything more miserable. So yeah, just a funny little thing is, is, is sometimes I would do the work, a workout and then Courtney would run. And then she'd be like, I feel like I should do a barbell workout. And I, I, I'm not kidding here. Like it must've been the span of like maybe every four or five days. She's like, I'm going to do DT. And she just kept on doing DT over and over, but the bar was cold. So we didn't have like workout gloves. So she would use like cloth mittens. mittens and I was just like, like, dude, like you're a, a savage dude doing DT unbroken with mittens. And she's like, yeah, hey, I just got to get it done. I don't have time to mess around yet. <laughs> mittens and DT are not something that you typically uh, would pair, pair together. <laughs> because <laughs> awesome. Erin yeah, was the same way she would wear her her brown little lehigh mittens to pick up the barbell or like full-on like gloves like winter <laughs> gloves and they're like are they like this like, yeah 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 they're just like the, it's just the <laughs> fingers and you're just like the claw yeah. like can you even really grip it <laughs> oh man no i i totally know this the struggle of being of working out uh in your garage and how cold it can be but you move things inside and you seem to have a good step what other than it being cold, you know, have you like what were the 
obviously there's positives to being able to be flexible and working out like at home, but like what were also some of the, the struggles or like the, I guess the negatives to that. Cause I know there is a convenience factor to it, but there's also, yep. you know, there are some struggles that come along with it. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think convenience definitely made it easier. A couple of negatives though, I would say is that, that I found my baseline strength, um, um, definitely increased. I did a, a lot of double progression, um, cycles. So, so I think that helped me with my squat deadlift and, and press. Um, but I think my conditioning just, I, I lost it. Um, it's a lot easier to not push yourself as hard when you don't have friends with you, um, working out with you. Um, and I, I was taking a lot more breaks than I needed to I'd check the phone. I'll look at emails. Um, I will say another thing that's, that's related to working out, but also impacted um, my, my, uh, my work was that I'm like, oh yeah, I'll start working out at like eight. And then I would be like having coffee and like hanging out with the dog. And then that turns to 8.30. Then I'm stretching and rolling, start working out at nine. And now I'm logging on at 10 o'clock and I'm like, crap, like where is the morning gone? Um, so I really tried to just really set a set schedule um, just to, so I can be more productive and just get the most out of my day. Um, you know, and, and other than that, you know, the thing that sucks the most about just being by yourself is you don't get to see the people that you want to see, you know, that was the best part about waking up at 5am and going to the gym was that you were there working out and you were with like-minded individuals, but you're also there with your friends, you know, like all those people at, at those early morning classes are, you know, they come over to my house for dinner and for parties when, when things are normal. And, and that was the best thing always about prototype in the gym was that it wasn't just there to work out. It was there to, to be with people that you genuinely, genuinely like and love. And that's probably the most negative thing about having to work. So work out solo. I agree with you there. Cause I'm in the same boat, you know, obviously being, I'm, you know, eight minutes from the gym, I'm there coaching classes, but primarily doing my workouts from home, you know, specifically as from a convenience perspective, but also, um, you know, we had limited capacity. So like, you know, for example, I never go in on Saturdays because I don't want to take a spot from yep. a member, but like, I know exactly what you're saying is that like having the group, having people around you, you, you push yourself a little bit more than you would. There's that added layer of, of accountability. And, and I agree with you. I, 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 I miss that, uh, you know, just personally, even though, you know, Aaron was here, we would work out together, but back to like that whole group component. I mean, I'm sure you got some, some favorite memories from being at the gym. Do you have any uh, off the top of your head that you'd like to share some of your favorite memories? <laughs> yeah, I got a couple. Um, definitely always the in-house competitions. Um, were great. I think it took a good, uh, you know, two, two and a half to three years to get Courtney to finally come into the gym. Um, she's had a couple of missteps when she was there. She broke her finger and, and she had to miss one of our, one of the wet, hot summer throwdowns. But uh, when I was able to do a competition or two with her, that, that was awesome. Just to see, not just, you know, I always knew she was a strong person, but just to see her progress over time, you know, it was like, it was like, it was just really awesome to see because she, you know, she was always the person like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. And lo and behold, yep, she could do it. She could do it. You know, she's the one that's, that's always talking to me about pistol squats. And I'm saying, oh, I can never get a pistol squat. And then she's in the kitchen in her slippers, you know, oh, dropping down like this and just 
going into a pistol spot in her LL Bean slippers and <laughs> and she doesn't stretch. I don't know how she does it, but 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 she's able to get it done. Um, I will say, and and your brother will crack up about this and probably G as well, is it must have been the second or third week that I was at the gym and I went to a Saturday workout, the traditional partner wads, but this was a it was a, a trio wad. Am I frozen? No. No, I got you. Um, um, but, <laughs> it, and, and so it was my first time going in or one of the first times going to the gym and doing a, you know, a group workout. I had no one to work out with, you know, it was fine. Cause I was new. I didn't really know anyone. Everyone partnered up. And I think it must've been G man and John like, Hey, why don't you go with these guys? I'm like, okay, that's fine. And I go over and it's, um, Kevin, nah, he must've been 15 or 16. And then one of his buddies that I don't, his memory, his name just, just, I can't, I can't put my name, his name, a face to the name mm-hmm. or a name to the face. But um, I remember we were doing the workout, you know, it was great. It was fine. And then the guy looks at me and he's like, so you go to Westboro High School? And I'm like, no, nah, man, no, no. He's like, oh, really? How old are you? I'm like, I'm 32, bro. <laughs> and they're like, what? What? And then I, I was doing a session with John and he's and it was just a private session. And he was like, hey man, you're you're doing really well. You're really catch on quick, you know. So so how many years have you uh, are you in college? How old are you? And I was like, dude, I'm 32, <laughs> I'm married and have a kid and a dude, dog. I've already had this conversation. Like, what? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> and and when it when truth be told, I realized that G-Man and John thought they were putting in with me with my peers because they thought I was with, with high school kids, you know? And, and Mike, like, you'll laugh at this, but it, it's like what Leo said, Asians don't raise it, man. <laughs> I guess, I just, I, I guess, you know, and, and it was fine. Like, Kevin Na is a great guy, but I was like, you know, I'd, I'd rather be with, like, Brent French or, like, someone my age, so, you know, so we can talk a bit more about things that, that Where are the adults? relate to us. Oh, you keep putting yeah, in exactly. the high school kids. Oh, you think I'm in high school. Yeah. That's a, uh, yeah. I mean, that's a, I that's remember, a, like, yeah. Yeah, no, I remember Maria and like, and and Peg and I was telling them that story and they're like, yeah, it's funny because I remember we would say to each other, well, that's a nice young man. He always comes in and is so polite and smiles. It's like, that's because I'm a grown man. <laughs> I'm a grown man. I make adult decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so funny. Well, that's yeah. a compliment. That's a compliment to you, man. Young, you haven't, you haven't, you know, hey. you just don't age. I mean, that's that's yeah. Nice. No, I'll, I'll take it. You know, and, and I will say, you know, all of my, my greatest memories were probably right when I first really do, started doing CrossFit and being at the gym. I remember it was um, uh, 14 point or no, 15.5. It was the 27 down to three rowing for cows and thrusters. And I remember I went in early at the gym the to open watch workout? you, Nate. Yeah. Yeah. It was the final one. Oh, that was like 15.5 or something like that. That was, that was like the worst workout yeah, ever. Yeah. And I remember coming in early for Friday night lights and watching you, uh, Nate and TJ just go through it and just crush everything. Right. Yeah. It's like, Oh wow, this is going to be tough. And I remember doing it and I was in my heat and I think we were starting to bleed into the next heat, mm-hmm. but I remember just everyone cheering me on because I was failing thrusters, but, but I remember like, 
there's no way I could do it. But for some reason, I picked up the bar and just kept on going no matter how often I failed. And it took me like close to 30 minutes or something ridiculous. But I remember going over to Jesse Dimming and was like, I don't know how I got through that, but I just couldn't stop because everyone was cheering me on and telling me that, you know, just supporting me that no matter what, I was going to get through it. He looked at me and the one thing he said is, it's the heart of CrossFit, man, the community, the people there that support you. That's that's what it's all about. And that's just stuck with me forever. And that's why when I, you know, I go into the gym anywhere or when I go and watch competitions, you know, I'll always be there to support my friends and everyone there um, just because I know that's what, you know, that's why we all come together and that's why we all love it so much. Yeah, man, a hundred percent. And that's a, you know, it's a big thing that you, you miss too, especially you mentioned that you're like a former athlete, you played a bunch of different sports. So you let that team camaraderie, that group mentality, um, you know, pushing each other to be better, the accountability, um, you know, to add to that, like, you know, actually I should say, speaking of being an athlete, you got a couple athletes as kids right now. So you're in like full on dad mode. You're, you're how old is Meredith and Charlie, right? How old are they now? So Meredith will be uh, 14 in, in May and Charlie is uh, going to be 12 late September. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> there he is. He's is he in the ripping it on Rocket League right now. Is Charlie yeah, there? Yeah, he is. Um, is Tra- yeah. Charlie's right behind yeah. Charlie, come over here. Come over. We're doing a little podcast for the gym. And what's going on, dude? Nothing much. Nothing much? Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. You playing a video game over there? Yeah. Well, you gotta talk. You gotta talk to the people, man. Talk, let's tell them about this uh, this soccer journey that you're on. What What do you got going on right now? How many I goals know. you score? How many goals you score this week? Three hundred? Two hundred? Seven hundred. Seven hundred. All right. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, Seven hundred. That's good. the number. So, uh, uh, so I know why, why I just mentioned that Charlie's playing soccer. So what are the, like, let's talk about, talk a little bit about Mary, what's she doing? What's Charlie been up to? Yeah. yeah so, so Mary is, uh, made the, is, believe it or not, will be in high school next year. That's crazy. Um, which is crazy to think. Um, and you're still in high school. Yeah. Going to our, uh, going to our first. <laughs> you're still in high school, right? We were just talking about yeah. That. <laughs> so I don't know. It, it's crazy to think about, but, um, yeah. <laughs> I just want to be with the big, with the adults. I don't want to be at the kid table, man. <laughs> so funny. Um, but she's um, she's been dancing ever since she was three or four years old. Um, she had, uh, switched studios when we moved out to Holliston. Has found a great studio that she loved, um, and is just they started doing their competitions the past couple of weekends. Um, she's this is the first year that she's done solos so she did a solo for tap and she placed in the top 10 for the entire competition which is awesome um, so it's just been really great for her and her growth and her confidence um, and I, it seems like she's really set into a nice little groove there um, and you know and, and with that too like she's coming downstairs on her own and she's doing her own workouts hopping on the treadmill you know and it's never has to be like a, a you know a, a little push from me or Courtney she's doing things on her own and, and it's great to see that she's really really you know taking ownership of that um you know as she grows into a young woman right <laughs> um the other guy the little savage um that kid is crazy believe it or not when he was 
like three or four, we went to this little kickers program at four kicks in Marlboro and he hated soccer. He didn't wanted nothing to do really? with it. Um, but I've coached him through for soccer, for basketball and baseball. And he just had something in him for soccer where he was just able to just keep up with the big boys. He was a six year old playing with eight year olds. Um, and he was just mashing on them. And he's just kept with it. He's it. The, the, the good thing about it is, it's same thing with him. It's never an issue or like where it's been like, okay, time to go to practice. And he's you got to drag him by his feet. But no, he's always ready to go. It's 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 crazy to see the moment he steps onto the pitch, his face lights up and and he's ready to go. Um, with him, I think what sets him a little apart from other kids his age is his work rate is just beyond theirs in his the way he understands the game is is um is is really light years ahead of where he should be at his age and it's been great for us because we've gone to a lot of great trips related to soccer we went to puerto rico we went to barcelona uh two summers ago um we were supposed to go to germany last summer but but that got uh shut down because of covid and you know he's doing a great time he's playing for nefc now and and then we set up this turf in the basement um, just so he can have a spot to just get extra touches and do a little bit of extra work. Um, and it, it's been great. It's, it's something we always look forward to during the weekend. And, and it's, uh, you know, really a, a good, you know, activity for our family to be outside and just watch him play. And, and that's something that, that we've tried to really, you know, really take the opportunity. You know, I think I was talking to Peg and Todd and, and, you know, we're like, you know, it's like a lot of money to go to these trips like Puerto Rico or Barcelona. And she's like, you know what, though, like if you have the means and it's something that you can do and, you know, give them the opportunity to do it if you you can swing it. Because, you know, right before your eyes, you know, you blink and, and they're all grown up and it's can't be, you know, there can't be anything more truthful than that. You know, I blink and merited this now going into high school. So, so I'm glad we're able to take advantage of these opportunities and make the most of it. Um, you know, because I, it, you know, it's, you know, not to dive too much in the backstory, but, but, I, you know, I think, you know, when I look back on it, you know, when I was younger, my dad wasn't too involved with sports. He was, he was working in the Philippines while we were in California and he just wasn't around as much, you know, he was, always provided for our family and is a great guy, you know, could drink me under the table any day and, 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 you know, and just has like great stories. I golf with him all the time whenever he's here. Um, but he wasn't at games. He wasn't at practices and it's not because he didn't want to, I just, he just wasn't there. And so I think I've kind of, you know, reflected and said, okay, yes, I have to work. I have to do these things, but I'm not going to let that take away from me being able to be there for Meredith or Charlie. Um, so I really try and take the most, make the most out of that and, and give them those opportunities, set up this turf so we can mess around and play soccer tennis or get touches because, because it's only so short before they're, they're walking out that door and going to college or doing something else. And so you want to make the most out of it. It's a great way to think about it, man. It's true. I mean, hundred percent. I, I mean, I, I don't know from experience, but yeah. like I just mentioned, it's just crazy that you still marry this 14. It's blows my mind. Time, time literally yeah. does fly. Um, yeah. I want to, uh, so one question is, uh, has Charlie ripped any, uh, giant holes into your wall from, uh, playing soccer? He took any, any, uh, any shots to the wall or done any damage in there, man? I mean, like, 
<laughs> no, not yet. He, he's broken a broken a couple lamps. Um, but because there's windows, I've told him he, like the basement is not for shooting; is for like getting touches and passing. <laughs> I would be so tempted to just just try to rip it as hard as I could down there. But oh, sorry, put this down yeah. on the wall. No, my my buddy did the same setup for for his son, and what he actually did is he just put plywood down against the walls so oh, then yeah. his son could just rip against it but yeah. we have windows all in the basement so i know that, that could like, get loud you know especially if you're uh, trying to go to sleep and he's uh, up at 12 o'clock at night on a friday night ripping into the wall but you know yeah no but it's, my, it's like having a drum set yeah no the, the late night thing that's keeping me up is him screaming on Fortnite. probably <laughs> that's right he's a big gamer yeah um, he is d- not to pivot the subject but you guys just got a dog too yeah right like yeah and you guys from my understanding you guys um adopted the dog from another country like what's the what tell give us that story yeah yeah so so nelly she is from qatar Mm -hmm. um we uh got in touch with the rescue out there from um uh some soccer friends um one of charlie's teammates mom his her sister works with the organization and um this mom was originally going to take in Nelly, but she already has three dogs and she realized I probably can't take on a fourth. So Courtney and Passy was like, oh, we'll take her. We, we were looking to adopt anyways, but, but it's super hard to adopt if you have kids or, or another dog. We have a little Yorkie too. And so everyone was turning us down. Um, and so we got her um, in February. We were supposed to get her like late November, December, but, but just uh, the way she was it just there were just a lot of complications she was her side is all burned from acid her left eye is gone because the 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 previous owner who had been known for abusing dogs had either punched her or hit her so they had to have her eye removed so she has one eye um but she's here and she's starting her new life and it's been great it's i didn't realize because We've only had Yorkies before that she's a mostly Saluki. Um, we did one of those DNA tests and check this out. She's like, she's a Saluki golden retriever. And then like, I think like 25 to 30%, they said like wild dog, like either coyote or wolf. Really? <laughs> yeah. But, but she's awesome. I mean, uh, how do the two she, dogs get along? How does Nelly and uh, B, right? That's yep. The, yeah. How do yeah. Yeah. Uh, Beatrice wants nothing to do with her um, and <laughs> Nelly just thinks the world of her and the, the problem is that Nelly's a, b- a big wrestler and she doesn't realize that Beatrice is six pounds and she can't play with her that way so you know she's a puppy she's only nine months old I think right. the novelty will wear off eventually um, but but they're learning to coexist well I'm sure Coda would love to play with Nelly yeah yeah we'll have to get them together I love dogs man it's, yeah, and uh, it's I'm it's so terrible to hear about the injury and like the previous owner and stuff. But it sounds like Nelly's in a much better uh, place right now with with you guys. So that's great, you guys. One hundred percent. Save that, save that little uh, little girl. Um, that's all. Bye. Uh, so so Kev, um, I want to hit you with a little Spitfire round right here. Some final some final okay. questions. Okay. We've been going uh the kev cruise and in, in review session and this has been awesome so far so um i gotta change up these questions because everyone knows they're coming so <laughs> a little bit of a surprise but um what is your favorite movie uh tv show 
uh, of all time? And then also, what are you binge, binge watching right now? So my favorite movie, and you know this, and BZ and Lisa know this, Karate Kid, hands down, always and forever. Um, when I had my appendectomy, um, it must have been a marathon. I think I watched Karate Kid like five times in a row. I just, it's one of those movies that if it's on, I have to watch it. And I think we went over this list when we went to Yamo one night of what are movies you have to, you have to watch if it's on. And my movies are tr complete trash, the ones I, I watch. Um, but but Karate Kid is definitely there. Um, I would say Gladiator, top second. But that's an awesome movie. Yeah, we, we, won't, we, we won't talk Maximus, about all Decimus the other Aurelius. Yeah. <laughs> um, favorite show of uh, like all time would be Breaking Bad. Um, um, there's just... No, it's a, I mean, Stranger Things, Charlie, is a, is a close second. But, but Breaking Bad is definitely right up there it's definitely not cobra kai john collette <laughs> so being as okay so i i watched like five episodes of that and i was like it's okay but it's not i don't want to like spend my time watching this it was just too cheesy since you're like a karate kid like dude like this is like that's your jam like what like how would you rank that show like does it does it honor the karate kid or does it do or is it almost like a slap in the face? I would say the first season, it, it did. Like, it's it's all about nostalgia, yeah, right? Nostalgia. And the way they set it up. If you didn't, like, religiously watch Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3, mm -hmm. you know, you would have missed a lot of the inside jokes. And, and that's what it was catering to. But after a while, I just, I you know, I watched them when they were on and Charlie was watching them. But I just, I didn't burn through them. Um, they're good. They were entertaining, but but definitely not my cup of tea. <laughs> not your thing. All right. What are you, so what are you binging right now? You watch, you binge watching anything? Um, I have been, it was, um, so this is kind of funny. And um, I've been binge watching fear the walking dead, which is, is so it's like a spinoff of the walking dead. Yeah. Um, I'm a big zombie guy. Um, but, but just so we know that, that the for the whole zombie apocalypse if it's slow zombies we're good right we can handle that but if it's fast zombies we're done this is what i've always said <laughs> i say this all the time it's like i never understand the slow zombies like so what's that movie with the fast zombies there's like 28 days later right yep yep um there's, there's what's the black one? summer yep what's the one yep. with um brad pitt um oh geez what was that um i know what you, uh, world war z yeah yeah fast zombies okay yeah. makes sense gonna take over the world if they're yeah. if they're like Ugh, yeah like dragon it's like dude yeah like, we got it we got yeah it, like yeah come on. Like, yeah but let's go. yeah I, but i started watching that more so because you know work has for me had just been a grind mm -hmm. and i really needed something where i could like kind of just put it on and be on my phone if I wanted to scroll and just veg out and not really have to pay too close attention to. Um, so it was kind of just like something to just kind of get away. You know, it's fine, but it's not like gonna, I don't think it should win any awards or anything, but it's, it's been interesting and entertaining for me. What's your favorite zombie movie? Favorite zombie movie? Oh, um, 
uh, Shaun of the Dead. Dude, it's I was like going to say, like, that's my favorite one too. I love Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> I love Shaun of the Dead. Such a good time. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. All right. What's your, uh, let's, let's get into some music here. Favorite music, musician, band, artist uh, of all time. What do you like listening to? Uh, favorite album of all time, Outcast AT Aliens. Um, yep. That was definitely my favorite. Jay-Z, the Black Album is really good too. Um, but uh, I like all kinds of music too. Like I remember when I was in college, we would play uh, the diary of Alicia Keys like all the time, which is crazy. We'd be like playing dominoes, drinking 40s and listening to Alicia Keys. <laughs> but that was just the thing. That's what we did. What do you do, man? You're a West Coast, man. Yeah. Blending it all. I love it. 40, yep. 40s and Alicia Keys and playing dominoes. <laughs> I like that. Oh, man. All right. So, wait. So, what's your favorite musician? So, those are your favorite albums. So, like, what's your yep. favorite? Um, like, if you could only listen to one musician, like their whole entire, like, just discography or whatever you call it now, one, one person for the rest of your life, who would it be? For the rest of my life. Um, it would be Tupac. I mean, that's kind of cliche because I'm the Cali guy, but but there's it's it's just one of those things though, right? Where you listen to songs and like it brings back so many memories because that was basically my childhood, high school and college, listening to that. So so it's very nostalgic for me. Like that, I, I agree. That's a good good choice. And then all right, last one is, what's your favorite thing to do when you're not? Um, like working out at the gym like what's your what's your favorite hobby uh favorite hobby so um i would say like more recently like some of the like what we've been doing a lot lately is after the kids go to school courtney and i take nelly on a walk and and we live right by the rail trail in halston mm -hmm. so we'll do like two three mile walks and there's a lot of trails that we can go off of and and, and take her on she's not off leash yet but that's been, I think, just great for me and like my back and, and, and just really just kind of setting me up for the day. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just been great for me and court just to spend time together doing that. Um, and, you know, also work on the training with the dog. Um, other than that, is it, you know, going and watching Charlie play soccer um, and, and just spending time with the family. With Mayor, it's all about finding awesome desserts and, and eating those. We went to some awesome place in, in after her dance competition in Providence. It's called Tricycle Ice Cream. And it's this guy that from San Diego. And basically, it's not like, like regular ice cream on a cone. They do a, a bunch of like ice cream sandwiches, but like, you know, similar to like the fancy donuts. They're like fight, fancy ice cream sandwiches, ice cream tacos and stuff. So it's pretty cool to do that last weekend and, and she she got a kick out of it so that was a blast that's awesome man i love that family man love you know it. it i love yeah. it kev. well kev you know i appreciate you being on uh the community conversation it means a lot to me it means a lot to everyone at prototype i'm sure a lot of people are going to be excited to uh to hear this uh, that are listening now and you guys that are tuning in and watching thank you remember uh, every week we're releasing a new community conversation with a new guest to get your week started. Uh, so be the first to know uh, when the new community conversations posted, subscribe to our YouTube page or uh, listen to us on Spotify or join our daily brief newsletter. Um, these videos are also posted in our community members only group on Facebook. And if you're a member at Prototype, but not in that group, for some reason, just let us know and we'll get you in. And then lastly, if you're interested in being on the community conversation, just shoot us a message and we'd love to have you. So till next time, 
Thank you again, Kev. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, buddy.